0: i <laughs> To another episode of Cadavercast. I'm Al Burnham.
1: And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham.
0: And we are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And today's topic that's pretty funny we're doing the Gate review.
1: Hmm, why is that funny?
0: Because we just recorded The Gate, Who the Owl Is.
1: <laughs> that we did. You know, and everybody was asking when's Al gonna actually get to watch The Gate? And it's like a few weeks later.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and here we are. So, Alistair, I got a couple questions for you before we dive into the stuff that you want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So, as a kid watching this movie, and you are almost nine years old, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, this is your last episode as an eight-year-old.
0: True, because the day we're recording this is the day before my birthday.
1: No, two days before your birthday. Yes, two days before my birthday, but yeah. (laughs) So, is this a movie that you would recommend to other kids?
0: Hmm, um, yeah, around my age, around like nine, nine or ten. Yeah, it did actually scare me, like, in the good way for a little bit. Spooks. Yeah, Spooks. There's a couple of those in there, so yeah, probably around my age.
1: (laughs) I would say at minimum, generally speaking, yeah. It's rated PG-13, and it's a movie that is considered by a lot of people a gateway horror film. So something that you would show to a younger viewer to kind of get them interested in horror. Something that they could watch when they're younger that's got those really big spooks. But it's also super fun at the same time. Mm -hmm. I would say most kids your age, like your friends, I probably wouldn't have them watch this. No. So I would say that you're on the very low end of people who could watch it. But also, you benefit from me being a filmmaker. So you've been on monster movie sets. Mm -hmm. You've seen the monsters in action. You know how a lot of the effects are achieved. And heck, you've even seen me do some editing and doing some crazy effects. Yeah. So you, you've you even seen it in practice on the you know the back end, on the post-production side. So you've got a bit more insight into that, and I think yeah. that eases it quite a bit. When I watched it as a kid, I saw it on cable, so it would have been edited for television. So that softened it a bit.
0: And is it a coincidence that this is called The Gate, and it's a gateway horror movie?
1: <laughs> a perfect title for a gateway horror movie. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so then, in terms of parental guidance, what are the things that we should warn our listeners about regarding the gate? What content in it might they be concerned about in terms of showing it to their children?
0: I do have some, mostly for at the end of the movie. Okay. There is the one that did spook me the the zombie worker man when oh, yeah. he th- comes out of the wall and opens up his eyes for kids that are kind of like around my age that are watching it that will probably scare them
1: yeah so it's got kind of spooky monster bits right it's got some gore in it yes and it's got some language most of it's pretty tame but there is a homophobic slur used as an insult in the film. And that <laughs> always is a bit problematic nowadays because we've grown. We've yeah. grown as people.
0: Mm-hmm. So and it is of its time. I also want to give parental guidance when he goes into the closet.
1: Okay. And when
0: what... he, um, For when. Oh. Yeah.
1: When uh, when Terry is in the Terry, bag.
0: Terry, yes. And he, yes, that part.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. So real spooks in there, bit of language, some surprising gore when he like tears apart his dad's face on accident, but it's like a demon dad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's surprisingly gore. At the beginning when he accidentally cuts himself with a part of wood.
1: Oh, sure, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he stabs himself in the hand later and that's Yeah. That's a bit gory. So there there are some gory moments, big spooks, some language.
0: But most of it is covered up by how funny the movie is.
1: (laughs) Okay, so let's dive into our review here. The Gate, Alistair, you said it's funny. This is a horror movie. How does that make sense?
0: Well, if a horror movie is funny, usually it's a comedy horror, but sometimes it just is funny because, like, there's, like, the like, monsters have, like, cheap costumes or something? So I don't know. <laughs> I
1: wouldn't say these like, ones have not, cheap costumes, no, but, but like, you're just saying that sometimes the sometimes, monsters have funny costumes. Yeah, okay. like,
0: or, like, look really funny or something like that?
1: Yes, yeah.
0: And that's in this movie, too.
1: Okay, so what monsters in particular look funny?
0: Well, all like, all the monsters in the movie look funny.
1: Okay, so let's start with the one that you want to talk about first.
0: The ones I want to talk about first are just the normal demons.
1: The minions? The yeah, little the ones? Yeah, the little minions. Sure, sure. Uh,
0: they're just, like, they're so tiny and funny. It's amazing.
1: When they're running around, like, you know, just waddling from side to side and, like, running in circles, they're hysterical.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're totally stop motion.
1: There's some stop yeah. motion elements for sure. There's
0: also... There's some
1: miniature, like, puppet versions but there are also, can you guess the other way they did it? The CG. Nope, uh, nope, not CG.
0: Oh, they made the people tiny?
1: They, and... well, they didn't make the no, people no, tiny.
0: They <laughs> just made big, like, things and then put people in little, like, minion costumes. In the suits. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. And exactly. make them run around. Like the the troll in Cat's Eye. Yeah. So there's some of that, too. And it's a number of different effects. But they're always funny. Yeah. And not in a way that ruins the movie, because they make the movie. Without them, the gate is not near as fun as it no. could be. Like, it, that is half the fun of the movie, is just the minions There's also around. CG.
0: There's also CG.
1: There isn't stuff. CG in this. No, this is before CG. What you were seeing was some compositing effects. Right. Right. Some um, chroma key type stuff where they I... had the blue background and yeah. they, you know, uh, got rid of the blue so that... It, it looks like things are on screen together that weren't filmed together because that's exactly what happened.
0: CG is kind of like a better version of that, if I would in say. In some ways. But, like, in some ways like that, but also that one, how they use it in this movie before CG, just makes it totally clear they used it and makes it even funnier.
1: Sure, I I do agree that it is obvious when it's the chroma keyed minions, always obvious every time. But that's charming to me. I find a charm in that because when you see CG and you know it's CG, it's usually because it's bad CG. And I would take obvious chroma keyed in monsters over bad CG any day.
0: Yeah, especially uh, I remember the moths. -hmm. Remember, yeah, (laughs) but you like couldn't see color. Basically, it was just like there. Yeah, it's like an animation kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, weird.
1: Yeah, but there is stop motion in this too. Yes, with the big monster.
0: (laughs) That's also still funny.
1: Yeah, it's gigantic. It's like two stories tall. Probably it, bigger, but what we see yeah. is two stories of it.
0: Because um, the monster is... There's, like, people who know a bunch of stuff about, like, demons and how to, like, make the gate and open it and stuff. Put <laughs> it in the an album and stuff. And it said that, like, guy was a thing of unimaginable size and power. Yes. That I don't know how that is because it's so funny.
1: Well, I mean, he can be funny looking and super powerful. Yeah. He can be both. But what you're talking about with that album is one of the big charms of the movie for me. It plays into this satanic panic thing that was happening in the 1980s. There was this worry. You're giving me this look like, Dad, what are you talking about? There was a worry in the 1980s that kids listening to heavy metal music or playing Dungeons and Dragons... We're going to be worshiping Satan, and it's the worst thing that could ever happen, kids listening to heavy metal music. And so this movie uses that as a means to tell us about the demons, that this album by the band Sacrifix, they recorded one album, uh, Terry tells us, his heavy metal friend, Terry tells us Sacrifice recorded one album, then they died, and the one album is all about the gate, you know, and as you were yeah. saying... They know about the creation of the gate. They know how to close the gate. They talk about the demons that would come out of the gate. Yeah. And they use that album as the entire key to solving this problem.
0: And the (laughs) big demon guy is so funny. He has, like, four arms on his body, and then little neck arms that are so funny and cute.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's got gigantic, huge, burly arms coming out of his sides, kind of like, I don't know, almost caterpillar-like. Yeah, he's got he has, got like, four arms. of
0: them, and then, then they're, like, little T-Rex arms on his neck. <laughs>
1: this <is laughs> yeah. just so and funny. And he's got two sets of eyes. He's got four eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's step back, if you wanted to talk about the yeah. story at all, mm-hmm. before we get into other... Spooky, funny stuff. Because we talked about Terry and Terry's knowledge of heavy metal and the usage of this album by sacrifice to solve the gate problem that they have. But we didn't talk about the protagonist at all. No. What's his deal?
0: (sighs) What's his name again? Glenn. Glenn. He is like the good gateway horror movies. He's a kid. Of course. Sure. Can...
1: Okay. Like in Monster Squad and stuff yeah. like that? That's what you mm-hmm. mean? Like the good ones? And of
0: course, in good ones, there's always a treehouse.
1: Always a treehouse. That's fair. Always a treehouse. Yeah. Normally... Or they or they live in the attic, like gremlins, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, Billy lives in the attic. Yeah. And so... There's
0: always like...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Attics and treehouses. The good
0: and tree ones, houses. attics and... In treehouses that have to be a big part of the movie, that's a good gateway horror movie.
1: (laughs) Sure. And And basements, basements too, like livable basements.
0: Yeah, and most of them are kids. Those ones are great. Um, Critters is another one. Critters, yeah.
1: And he lives in the second story and can climb out the window, and there's a barn that they can go hide in. Yeah. Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. you're right, like hideaway places.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And... In this one, like, the movie starts off with Glenn in a dream, where, like, the he's yeah. a, he goes into the treehouse, and a lightning bolt hits it, and the treehouse, like, gets knocked down. And then when he wakes up, there's a bunch of people in the backyard, like, taking the tree out.
1: Yeah, apparently it actually happened. Like, he dreamt it, but it also happened. Yeah, right. And that was always weird to me as a kid. I was like, "What? what's that about? Like, he had this sort of clairvoyant moment in his sleep where he saw into the future a little flash of things, of a problem that was happening. But it wasn't like, yeah. I guess it's not the future because it was happening that night. I don't know.
0: Yeah, weird. Or did he
1: really get into the tree and it got struck by lightning and then... Like, he's just waking up on a different day? I don't know. I mean, I guess that could be it, right? Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, okay, so the the tree falls over. Yeah. What does that reveal?
0: And then that reveals, they take it out, and then there's, like, geodes, and then... Geodes. uh, Geodes. And then, uh, I keep forgetting all their names. I can only remember one name.
1: Glenn is the protagonist, and Terry is his heavy Mm metal-obsessed friend. What's Glenn's sister's name?
0: <laughs> Glenn calls her Al, but her yep. name is Alexandra, if I'm correct. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That sounds something, right. yes. Yeah, Allison, Alexandra, something like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and then, like, Terry and Glenn find geodes, mm-hmm. and, and Terry's like, you can get, these are so, like, big ones, you can get, like, hundreds of dollars from them. Yeah. You have to get one. So they, like, they find one, and they're like, there has to be more down there. So they dig a hole, and then Terry almost falls into a gate to hell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because, and it's, like, right in the backyard, just yeah. the gateway to hell.
0: Yeah. In and there's a tree Canadian, on top of it.
1: Canadian middle-class family's backyard.
0: Yeah. Where there's a tree on top of a pit to hell.
1: hmm <laughs> What a bummer, man.
0: Yeah. Like, they're digging Ontario, and his leg goes through the ground, and he pulls it out, and then they, like, dig more, and there's, like, a giant pit. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and there's, like, a whole ritual that people have to go through in order to open the gate, to, like, completely open the gate. Yeah. Because the gate just being there is, like... It kind of lets demonic forces influence people in the world, but it doesn't actually let demons yeah. through. Yeah,
0: and they accidentally summon demons. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's
1: all by accident. They accidentally do the entire ritual.
0: Yes, they accidentally uh, they accidentally summon demons.
1: <laughs> I hate when that happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hate when you accidentally summon demons from the pit of hell.
1: <laughs> that's, that's why this episode's late. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally summon demons. <laughs> so yeah then they got to deal with the demons right and that's the rest of the movie
0: uh uh-huh when they crack open the geodes there's like a thing that had um hieroglyphs on it if i'm correct
1: yeah the hieroglyphics kind of and then they read it
0: and then um there has to be made a sacrifice an animal or a person Mm -hmm. so their dog dies and then Terry's like, that's one part of it, but they can't do it because he has to be buried there. They have,
1: have to drop and it then, into the gate. Yeah, Yeah.
0: they try to go find somewhere. And then the guy driving in is like, the, he sees the pit. And then he buries this the dog inside the pit to hell.
1: It just drops it right in yeah. and, whoops, sacrificed. Mm-hmm. And, and so then... then the demons are free to roam the earth, you know, and they start spilling out. Mm-hmm. And is there anything else about the story that you want to talk about um, before we get into the segments?
0: Yes. We didn't even talk about their fight with the demons at all.
1: No, I figured we might get into that in uh, Beastly Best. Yes. But, fair enough, let's yes. talk about specifically the demon fights. Yeah. And I imagine you want to talk about probably the fight with the...
0: Big guy and... Yeah,
1: the, the guy from the, the wall, Small the demons. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So let's talk about those. So, so the fight with the worker and the fight with the big and uh, the small
0: demons and like the beginning where the demons start coming in. That yeah. Play, that yeah. one's really funny. So like, there's two sisters. I think. Um,
1: they I were called the Lee sisters. Yeah, I don't remember I can't, their
0: names. Um, Lee sisters.
1: I don't know their first names. Don't even ask me, dude. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> it's
0: something. Uh, they
1: they're Al's friends.
0: Yes. And it's those two and Glenn Terry and Al. And they're like the lights go off and they have to like they get flashlights and turn on candles and stuff. They have to go out the <laughs> yep, back they door. Turn on the they go out the back door and like Al goes out first and Terry and Glenn peek their head out and small demons are like there like yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she going from side to side. Yeah. Like going and surrounding her they're just so funny
1: yeah they're amazing
0: yeah and they're like so small and then she has to get back out and then somehow there's minions even though they were outside the door there's now some inside the
1: door i mean somehow. they're demons dude yeah like, they, they can, can teleport probably, Yep, teleport they can teleport worker zombies who don't actually exist into your wall yes so they could do whatever they want yeah. really
0: And they can also make the worker zombie pull people into walls.
1: Yup, yup. Uh-huh, yup. One of my favorite things that happens in the movie is when they're trying to close the gate, and they're reading from the Bible, and Terry gets a little too close to the hole, and it's like sucking in all the evil forces, and then it sucks him down into the pit. And
0: then demons... Minions are like yeah, 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 and start attacking him, and he's trying to get out.
1: Well, they're like biting his leg and biting his neck. Yeah, I think before
0: he goes down there, he throws the Bible into. No, that's when he comes back out. He gets back out eventually. It starts closing, and then he's like, he starts reading, and he's like, oh, whatever, and throws the Bible into there.
1: And what happens?
0: And then it explodes.
1: Yeah, like Bibles mm-hmm. do when you throw them into the yeah! pits to hell.
0: <laughs> uh, I was really hoping for demons going, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> do they not?
0: No, they I don't. I, I mean, really... they definitely
1: don't sound happy when he's yeah. trying to close the pit, that's for no. sure.
0: I, I really was hoping for demons screaming, like, ah.
1: yeah. But that's a fake out, right? It's a fake out closing of the gate because yeah. they think they close the gate, but they didn't. And they didn't.
0: celebrate, and then, like, a worker zombie comes and gets Terry.
1: Mm-hmm. Um him into the wall. Yeah.
0: And then they go. The worker zombie appears in the mirror that Al is looking at. Glenn comes in. Um, they both try to escape. Then the worker zombie crashes through the mirror and yeah. takes Al into the wall. Because they need two sacrifices. Yep, two
1: human sacrifices, which opens an even bigger pit to hell a gateway to hell a gigantic hole straight down into hell
0: that almost covers their whole the whole entryway
1: it's their entire like living yeah. room area i guess it's like yeah you're right it is like an entryway it's not like a, and a living room Then he's
0: like how do i because like before they do that we have to kill them with like what is it i forgot it like, oh when he's trying yeah. to figure
1: out how to defeat the demons
0: yeah and yeah. then he and then he doesn't say it but he remembers how to do it
1: and how does he defeat the big demon?
0: Well, before that, yes, he stabs himself in the hand because the demon somehow makes an eye on his hand.
1: Yeah, like a full-blown eyeball so in like the palm of his it? hand. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then my favorite part, he makes a fake rocket go through the giant demon's chest... And he, then the giant demon explodes.
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> because a rocket goes through his yeah, chest it's like a and model then it rocket. explodes. <laughs> That's yep. how strong model rockets are against <laughs> demons. Well, it's
1: more about the purity of Glenn and his love for yes. his sister. Really. And if you That's... have
0: that and you accidentally summon demons, make sure you're stocked up on model rockets. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sage advice right there, my man. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt.
0: <laughs> if you accidentally get demons, stock up on model rockets.
1: <laughs> so then, let's jump into Beastly Best. What you got, man? What's your favorite monster uh, moment?
0: Hmm. I don't know.
1: I can go first.
0: Yeah, you go okay. first.
1: mine is real easy. Mine is when the worker zombie falls over... In Al's bedroom, hits the floor and turns into like twenty minions. Yeah. And then they're wandering around, Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> That's my yeah. favorite part, though, is when he explodes into the minions.
0: <laughs> he falls down and then he explodes, and there's a bunch of demons running around like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: really
0: exactly. funny. Exactly. My favorite part is just the whole fight with the big giant demon guy. Yeah. That's my favorite part.
1: Well, there's that one part where Steven Dorff's character, well, uh, Glenn, is played by a very young Steven Dorff. And the demon picks him up by his arm and starts slinging him around the room. And it's this great little miniature of Steven Dorff being like swung around the room <laughs> yeah. in stop motion.
0: And I like that. The demon, like, the big giant demon is, I'm pretty sure the whole thing is stop motion.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Sure is. So he's, like, moving, and, and, like, it's really funny. Like, the stop motion. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. It's
1: funny in a way that is fun. Yeah. Like, we're not laughing at it. It's just amazing to look at.
0: Yeah. Just his little neck arm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's some really great design choices there, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's your beastly best. What about get spooked? You already talked about a couple spooky moments. What is the spookiest moment to you?
0: Um, I think the one that would definitely scare people the most was when the worker zombie falls out of the wall and then opens his eyes.
1: Oh, yeah. And they think he's just dead and it turns out he's a zombie.
0: Yeah. Sure. That one. That is-
1: yeah, I would add to that then from my perspective, because of the gore, when glenn accidentally pokes into like his demon like dad's eyeballs and then his face rips off that's super gross and i think that for especially younger kids that is a nightmare that's horrifying so Mm -hmm. i put that in there
0: yeah and somehow that's not that scary for me it's a little it's a very very creepy
1: yeah and it's gross
0: Yeah, it's creepy and gross, but it would scare a lot of people. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we've already talked about funny stuff, so a lot of funny bones moments in there.
0: Yeah, like the whole demons itself are funny bones.
1: Every Minion. minion is so funny. I love them. Like, they are creepy looking. They're creepy looking, but the, the way that they just run around it yeah, 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 delights yeah, yeah. me. Like, I, I feel like a little kid when I'm watching this movie. Mm. It's just so delightful to see these men. And they're
0: like wobbling side to side, like, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> so then, the big one here scream themes. Alistair, what would you say a message of this movie is that audiences should take away?
0: A message I can come up with is friends. Are great. Friends can basically sometimes help a lot and in some instances save you. Like basically save you. And being a good friend is good.
1: Absolutely. That is a perfect message to take away from this, right? Because especially nowadays, especially right now with everything that's going on with people not able to you know, get in the same room with their friends because of, you know, fear of infection of COVID and everything. Yeah. I've managed to get through a lot of what's gone on and this social distancing and everything because I have my friends yeah. who I talk with all the time, mm-hmm. like on Zoom. And, and we couldn't make it through this without yeah. each other.
0: Glenn actually kills the demons because yeah. his friends are gone.
1: Well, and on top and of, of that, revenge. Terry... Right. Who's the metalhead kid. He is a good friend because he actually is concerned about this hole in the backyard. Right. As soon as he thinks, oh, my gosh, this hole in the backyard is a gateway to hell. Like he shows up, you know, Glenn, we got to close this, you know, hole in your backyard. It's a gateway to hell. And he doesn't leave.
0: He also has the best line in the whole movie. Does he? Yeah. Well, you've got demons. (laughs) 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 <laughs> He's like you've got demons.
1: So, so yeah, no great great theme there, man. That is a really good one to take away from this. And it notice that that theme is very very simple, right? Mm-hmm. Friends will help you get through the hardest of times. That is a very simple theme, which I think is a sign of a really good gateway horror film. Yeah. When it's a simple movie with simple lessons, that are accessible to anybody, you know, from yeah. ages of eight and up. You yeah. Know, very simple. Simple
0: lessons that sometimes they're simple, but they're, like, really good. I they're Yeah, they're see. easy.
1: Well, I see what you're saying. They're easier to understand, so they get across to more audiences. Yeah,
0: yeah. and there's more different ways that you can do those.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 You can tell... Any number of stories about friends helping you get through hard times. It can be a horror movie. It can be an action movie. It can be a comedy. You can put that theme in there. you know. Yeah. And it's, it's a really good one. Very universal.
0: Most movies, they have a lot of different things. But if you look closely, most, I would say, have that theme in them.
1: Okay, so you're saying even yeah. the ones that we've talked about that have really complex themes, they still have simple themes in them, too.
0: Yeah, most yeah, no, of you're them like that right. one.
1: Yeah, because even movies that have really complex themes that, you know, you could dissect and talk about for hours, you could look at the movie from a different perspective and find something really, really simple in it, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dude, great work on this episode today. Alistair, is there anything else that you want to say before we get into our social media stuff? No. Awesome. Where can our listeners find us online if they want to support us?
0: At patreon.com. Com slash word salad.
1: Mm-hmm. And at patreon.com slash word salad, we have Cinemuck. That's a show that I record just for Patreon. And we've done some exclusive stuff for Patreon. We're going to have to do some stuff for it for December here because we're going to have a little bit of time to, you know, put a couple things together. Yep. And of course, patreon.com slash word salad. That supports us and supports word salad radio. Head on over there. Check it out. Another way to support us is to share the show out. Also ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and all that kind of stuff. You know the routine. And
0: we'll read it. And
1: we'll read it. Yeah, we absolutely will. And we just paused the episode to check and we don't have any new ones right now. So yes, we will read your reviews out on the show. And if we somehow miss your review, hit us up on, you know, Twitter or wherever and let us know that we missed it because we're not purposely overlooking you. No. We, Al's a busy guy in school I also write movies And yep. teach and everything uh, Outside I'm, of this and so, I'm also trying to
0: write Something that I have to do for class
1: Yeah, Al's working on a book That he's writing for school and everything yeah. So lots of stuff going on here Despite the fact that it's You know, uh, pandemic time <laughs> Wild stuff going on But listeners You can also find us On these social media platforms.
0: On Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. Mm Mm-hmm. On Facebook at the Cadaver Cast Critters and Creeps Club. Join the club. And on Instagram at cadavercast. One word.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And you can always email us at...
0: cadavercast at gmail dot com.
1: You're really... Uh, turning some gears up there. I could see that going. You got them all, though. Nailed it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there we go. Next time you hear from this kid, he will be nine years old. Yep. So, Alistair, for the last time as an eight-year-old, why don't you sign us out?
0: Mm-hmm. You've been listening to another episode of CadaverCast. I'm Elle Burnham.
1: And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. We love you. Thanks, everybody.
0: Thanks. <laughs> If you accidentally get demons, stock up on model rockets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you've got demons.